We are sad today, fellas. We are bringing back um, a fan favorite in the Satitude era, the Heartbreak Hotel. Um, we are here joined today by two sad dudes. Two okay. sad dudes. We got Mr. Robert Martier. And that's Dean. French. Mm-hmm. Delenko. <laughs> that's it. Hit him with it again in case they didn't hear it. Delenko. And joined also by Daniel Darling Starling, also known as... Well, last time I was Sadvio Vega, but I'm switching it up today. I'm going to be... It's not quite the Saditude, but he really kind of sparked it when he jumped over to the WWF. So I'm going to be Johnny B. Sad. Johnny Johnny B. Sad. Sad. Very good. Very good. I think I'm going to go with um, Teary Funk. Teary Funk. Yeah. I like that. I'm upset. I never thought about that. Yeah. I was thinking about one for Ludwig Borga all morning. (laughs) I don't know how, but like. Teary Funk. Fuck it. We're we're here. Teary Funk is a good one. (laughs) I love Teary Funk. (laughs) What? So we're here and we're just going to. We last time we did. um, It wasn't so sad. My last episode was a uh, debauchery. You know, it was bad. Debauchery. No, brother. Talk about a wreck. It was with two individuals who were um, uh, dating, said not dating, you know, and it was weird because I assumed when they weren't. So are you guys exclusive? Just want to make sure that we clarify that, you know, off the rip. I don't know why I looked at the camera. Uh, are you asking if I'm dating Robert Martin? Yeah. <laughs> no, just, no, I'm we not. Wanna be clear, we want to be clear on all things. You know what I mean? If I'm dating him? Yeah. Just make sure you guys are not dating I mean, no. he's not okay. really my type. Just I'm not going to lie. Sure. I, he's a dude. Making so. sure. Because so. last time I assumed that these two folks were dating when they weren't. Who? So I'm terrible at things, you know? Mm-hmm. So let's go ahead. and We got that out the way. Robert Martier. We want to talk to you, my friend, about obviously not the business, right? Because we're not going to talk about wrestling. We're just going to talk about your adventure into pro wrestling and your... What is it they call it? Your funks. And then you, when you go in your moments, you know? Yeah. Your what gets you moments. down in the those, dumps? Yeah. Those shitty blues. Oh, <laughs> brother. That's good. I might have to get some, some blues music for that. Some shitty blues. I like that. Fuck. So what I call it, I call it, uh, you know... Bum rock. <laughs> nice. Yes. Uh, you know, I've had me a bum rock or bum. two. Hello. Hey. hey. <laughs> you know? Um, but yeah, bummer rock. Yeah, bummer punk. You yeah. started wrestling at a young age. I started wrestling at 14 years 14 old. 14 years old. So it's safe to say you're a young veteran. I mean, I, I, I guess. I mean, five yeah. years is I mean, five years is five years. Yeah, know? five years is is, I, is is four years more than one year. Yeah, you know? yeah. But uh, math. I, I I look at it as as like when I'm thirty, I'm gonna be like, holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> you mean I thirty? I've been fifteen years in the or no, sixteen yeah, years in the business. business. Fuck. thirty years old. Jesus, I'm That's still half young. Of my lifetime. <laughs> well, Jesus did great things at thirty-three years old. Yeah. So Actually, will, so will did Robert most Martin. of his things. Yeah, and then after that, <laughs> yeah, no, and whoopsie do. Yeah, hello, um, the rest but, is history. Yeah, I mean, Diamond Dallas Page won the WCW Heavyweight Title at thirty-five. Hey, take that, twenty twenty, suck it. And but, you know, I know this is the Saditude era, but I'm not. Fe- I'm not feeling sad. You're not feeling I'm, sad. Honestly, yesterday I was feeling kind of. Man, so I would say I might be feeling, mad? feeling the bang. You might say that I'm 
Diamond Dallas Rage. What? Oh, hit us with it. Feel bang, the bang. <laughs> I was going to use that one next week. This joke's on me. Diamond, Diamond Dallas Rage. I like that. What, what made you so rageful? Well, well, before before well, I go on my tangent about my uh, yeah, let's see, let's, bummer life. Well, yeah, go ahead and uh, well, well yeah, let dude, it out, bro. Yeah, dude. What uh, they hit you get with? Get it out. Well, shoot the shit. I'm a little parched. He's got a he's got to wet his whistle. <laughs> you can't see it, but the way he's drinking the water, oh brother, is he's taking multiple mini sips. <laughs> And just barely ingesting Drank any water. water like a small parakeet. <laughs> I wanted to do it like a horse. Like, <laughs> like but the thing is, I could tell you weren't even drinking that much water. You were just taking small doses. He just bro- wet his lips. I'm, yeah. I'm working the the water bottle, brother. <laughs> we're working here. This bitch is going to last a month at this rate. <laughs> be forever hydrated. Yeah. But so I had the double shot. Nice. And. I like to think that I had two good matches back-to-back. Double shot, he means you yeah. had two matches yeah. last night. Yes, yeah. so in the afternoon, mm. I had a tag team match with a, with a fairly gifted tag team. Right. And then... No pun intended. Yeah, no pun intended. No. <laughs> then I made the drive, brother. Dude, from Largo, Florida, all the way to Sarasota, the worst. Do you think place the, the lady? The there was a lady named Sarah who just made soda. That Sarah obviously. Soda. Sari, I feel like that's like a, a, a Spanish thing. Like yeah. Sarasota. 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 I feel like Man. she made chocolate malts. <laughs> But Sarah chocolate malt didn't roll. Like, it yeah. didn't roll off the tongue to us. They're like Sarah soda. <laughs> Sarah so they're like so like Sarah soda. So duh. So duh. Oh, so duh. Yeah. Sarah yeah. soda. Yeah. So you made the drive to Sarasota, brother. Where? Tell us about there. it. And then I get there. Yep. To Sarasota, I'm a fairly level-headed guy. Yeah. I like to think. You might disagree, but I like to think so. <laughs> I, I think most pe- most people will disagree, but I like to think so. No, I agree. To disagree? I'm a little cranky. Sometimes. I didn't eat. Oh, that'll do it. So you I'll, not you when you're hungry. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, I'm not, I needed a Snickers. Hey. I had two sticks of bubble gum. Oh, it's <laughs> not going to hold you down, brother. Oh, oh yeah. Day. I remember that. Yeah. And one of them I chewed for two hours because I'm riding in the car going 90, 95 from Largo to Sarasota. Sarasota, please, please don't. Please don't listen to this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm hauling ass. I'm not going to risk spitting my gum out the window and it fly back into the same window and hit me in the mouth. Yeah, no, 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 no. We can't have that. Or like I'll spit it out and it'll just the side of my, and now it's stuck to my car. Like I can't. Yeah, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going too fast, baby. So, but I'm angry. So I'm. Very obnoxiously and aggressively chewing this bubble gum. Oh, okay. So <laughs> potential of biting the cheek. Is oh what no! You're saying. It happened once or twice. So it's, it's a whole lot of. It's a whole like body motion. Nice. You're doing the epic Aaron. <laughs> and so and then we get to Sarasota, Florida. Sarasota. And they got this big ass ring. Oh. 20 by 20. Which I was excited about. Yeah. Right? It was the first time I've ever worked in a 20 it, by 20. It had ropes. Had Real ropes. ropes. Like, Real like rope ropes. ropes. Like yeah. rope ropes. It had turnbuckles. Turnbuckles, dude. Real turnbuckles. Which you'd be surprised. I've been places that don't have turnbuckles. Mm. They got 
Alabama, the, I'm looking at you. They've got the they, <laughs> well, they have they have the physical turnbuckle, which is the the metal thing that connects the right. post to the rope. Right. But no pads. What? They had the electrical tape, tape and they and just they tape it taped over. the dog shit what out of this stuff. Yeah, that's what, that like if you look go in the in the Indies in, in Mexico, that's what most of the yeah. Oh hell no! Can you like you know that the the pads for like the the New Japan pads? Oh yeah, are, like the boxing. Those are cheap. Those are like sixty bucks for all four. That's it. Like for like a generic brand, because I, I looked into it. No, I, I could do that and airbrush it, man. You already know. Airbrushing's cool. Airbrushing's yeah. so worse. What, what made you so so upset? Rage. Rage in the cage. Rage. <laughs> I'm a little cranky. I'm not eating. Mm-hmm. I'm more cranky. Right. I did a dive oh. and I'm fat. So like that's hard to do. Right. Like, worked out. I'm fat, not athletic. So I do this dive. Right. But you got a character. And then I yes, exactly. Like, <laughs> but I, I'm making up for my all of my shortcomings. Yeah. Hey. By being ridiculous all the time. So mm. go ahead. I'm starving. Starving Marvin, possibly. He's Daniel Starving. starving. I'm starving Daniel Starling. <laughs> starving Daniel Starling. That's what I was going for. Fuck. Starling. We're, we Starling. got the boys together. Mm. You know, it's myself. Yep. Uh, Mr. Running Reeves. Right. Aaron Nova. Mm-hmm. The captain. The captain. Who is mysterious with his absence. Guyo. Hey. Yeah. Good, good. The Slug Brothers. The Slug Brothers. The Slug Yeah. Slug Boys. The Poison Youth. Poison People don't know I'm actually from Goo York. People don't know that. Well, suck it, 2020. Yeah. Yeah. You can bit. suck my <laughs> tail. Your, tail. Your mother's right behind me. I'm just going to. You know, sometimes <laughs> when you just feel that you're just in a crossroad. You just got to meet him there. Yeah. yeah so, but I'm fast it up, brother. I'm ready to eat. I, I know y'all are tired of hearing about me getting. I'm, I'm <laughs> it's hungry. A long story. <laughs> I'm trying to go eat, and then somebody who will remain nameless. Not bad, Junior. You. I don't know. I just threw it out there. Y'all didn't say shit. What'd you say? Run bad, Junior. Just go. Why'd you say it again? Run bad, Junior. <laughs> Run like, bad. I don't want to eat. <laughs> okay, hold on. Let, let's, let's pause that. Okay. Brownie Bass Jr. Bonnie Bass? Brownie Bass Jr. Bon, Bonnie Bad Boomer? <laughs> Brownie Bad Jr. And I don't want to eat, do not go hand in hand. I've never seen that. We had the cheese agree to go out. The cheese goes, never goes out. Cheese is basically Bigfoot. <laughs> he is. You he have is. to actively search for him. Yes. And if you're lucky, you might find him. Yeah, he's like a rare Pokemon. He's like a double rainbow. Oh, across the sky. He was going to go to the brother spot. The bees. Man, the bees knees. And uh, your boy, Run Bad Junior, blocked you. So I rode home in silence. Was it on the red and yellow Harley? No, because we couldn't fit all three of us on the red and yellow Harley. (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. (laughs) And then after all that, I drop off. Run a bad dude. And me and Azriel Rowe, mm-hmm. who also wanted to go to the b- 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 bees. bees. Plugged Applebee's, by the way. Right. Wonderful spot. Yep. Go to this McDonald's. 
Mac. Not a McDowell's, by the way. Nothing to do with coming to America. No, no, movie. No, we no, went no. to a McDonald's. Right. Waited 45 minutes for some chicken McNuggets. <laughs> McNuggets. Jesus, man. So now you're McPissed. Yeah, it's 2 o'clock in the morning. Good night. No, no, I'm sorry. It's 1 o'clock in the morning. Shit. Still late. Early. So I didn't eat that day. Until 1. Well, yeah, you you fasted. You were in a, what do they call that? The cleanse. Yeah, an, an intermediate fasting. There you go. Which I do that. That's the thing is normally I, because I, I'm kind of fat and I'm trying to work it out, yeah. which makes me sad. So now I'm back to. I'm sad. Now yeah. I'm back to trying to be sad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like to switch. Yep. <laughs> so it's like, okay, I fasted today. Now it's time to eat. Okay. I can't eat. <laughs> Because Ron and Bad Jr. No, so you were Richard. you were angry because Ron and Bad Jr. decided not to go eat something, which is obviously um, some sort of scheme from Satan himself. Um, it was some sort of sorcery, like because that man never passes a meal. Like he just he's the first one to say, "Let's go out and get something to eat," because he's hungry. You know, so he caused that. He caused your anger, and that's why you were mad. But now we're past it. Yes, mm-hmm. now we're past You it. ate in the morning, obviously. I, yeah, I did. Oh, so. I had my leftover McNuggets. Okay, so yesterday was yesterday. Today's yes. a new day. It's a new day. Yes, it is. <laughs> Don't you dare be sour, brother. All right. So, <laughs> so back to Martyr. And, uh, Sorry about this long-ass that episode. That was a about super about long story. For You that, gave us nothing. You were just pissed off just that Joe didn't want to get something to eat. I was <laughs> I was just mad. I don't care. D- okay, lesson learned. Nobody cares. Lesson learned, okay? Nobody cares. And we were late. All right, wait, I, I don't want this podcast to end, and this is the only <laughs> I always start, Well, that's all that's that we have for today. <laughs> I came here Listen, for nothing. We'll see Martyr next this, time. <laughs> <laughs> no, a lesson learned, man. If you're going to, if if somebody's driving, you have no fucking say in where you go or what you do. Yeah. If you're driving, I go where you go, when you go. Yeah. It's the rules, That's the rules of, of the, the road, road brother. Yeah, brother. That's it. So back to Martyr. Hit him with it. Tell us about it. Tell him. So what do you, yeah, go 14 back 14 years 14. old. Yes. How do you convince your parents, <clears throat> Ma, Pa, I want to wrestle? Well, I mean, so pretty much everybody in my family, at least on my mom's side, is some type of form of uh, combat sports. Okay. In a, in a sense. Right. Most of them are boxers. My grandfather, my uncles, my mom, <laughs> mm. all boxed. Shit. Nice. So all I do, I legitimately do come from a fighting family. And right. then I like this wrestling stuff. My grandmother <laughs> um, is the one that got me into it because mm. she fucking loved Eddie Guerrero. She was like, <sighs> man, she's got good Evil taste. Of, yeah. And the first wrestler I ever saw laid eyes on was LaParka. Ooh, fuck. Triple A, yeah. Triple A from 1993. Yeah. Was he coming out to the Thriller Jam? Yes. Yeah. Fucking yes. Laparka. That's actually my brother's favorite wrestler. Really? Yeah. He's got La- good taste. Yeah, Laparka. Um, yeah, this is like 93. Right. In Triple A. So, yeah, there's old. Nice. So, I, I, for the longest, I had Vengeance 2003, Summer Th- SummerSlam 2006, and mm. then all these Triple A tapes. Right. And so that's the only <laughs> wrestling that I knew existed, but I know I liked it. I was right. like, this is, this is awesome. Yeah. This is great. Because, um, so I, after that, um, I found myself switching through the channels, and I found superstars on Sci-Fi 2010. Hey, watch out, Sci-Fi. They when, hosted when, it. When, when, when. <laughs> 
Yes. When Christian Cage was the main event oh, every fuck. night. Jesus. When Teddy Long was making tag Hold matches. Hold on, player. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, there's more. <laughs> there's more people in this shit. There's more people. Man. Um, so that's how that was essentially. But as far as convincing my parents, I was like, I, genu- I was genuinely depressed every time I woke up Christmas Day. And there was no ring outside, uh, okay? Because that's right. all I wanted. That was my right. list every time. Because you're still in school. At I'm this still time. in. I'm still in school. I'm, I had just entered high school, right? Um, and psh, fuck, man. Like I, I wanted to do it so bad. And eventually, I was like, I found a place that was local. And finally, I found a place that was local. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, Mom, I'm gonna write these people a letter. Yeah. Damn if right. they answer back. Do you promise me to at least consider? She's like, she's like, <laughs> sure, and then walked away. And I'm like, all she, right. Did she not think it was going to happen? She didn't think they were going to respond nice. because it's eighteen year old, yeah. eighteen year old. Yeah, absolutely. I got a response back. Oh. They said, if you, your mother, can sign a waiver, you're in, brother. And what I'm like, the fuck? yeah. If you're, and I'm like, mom, guess what? Guess what I got? And she's <laughs> like, she looks at it. She's like, oh shit, <laughs> I gotta follow through on this my shit. Mom, my mom, my mom never liked wrestling. She, right. she didn't understand it. She just, it was dumb for her. Yeah, um, that's my wife. Yeah, uh, <laughs> she's like, um, but I loved it. She, uh, she knew it was like at that point. That was the only thing I was consistent with. Right, I was doing boxing, um, and I did play baseball because you know my dad, you know, was in the MLB. So like, right. I, that I had baseball, I had basketball, I played. You dabbled every in everything. I dabbled yeah. in everything. Yeah. Nothing stuck. Like, right. Genuinely, nothing stuck. I was like, "This all sucks." Yeah. <laughs> Maybe yeah. boxing's kind of cool. But yeah, boxing's like pretty it. cool. Yeah. Uh, so I kept doing it, um, and finally, my mom was just like, "You know what? We'll try it." Mm. And I never stopped. <laughs> Look at that. That's the Jeez. only thing. I had my last. So maybe negotiating could work as a child. Yeah. You know. Like, well, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't like, mom, you better do it, you know, because I would have died. Um, you but tested your mom. You're like, mom, if like, I can get this, what's I up? Was, I made her a deal. I was like, listen, <laughs> let me lay no down the law, okay? <laughs> if oh. they respond, yeah, can you do this for me? And Did she, you do it in the, what she, is it, the, the, the fucking, Godfather? The Godfather. I'll make you an offer. Yeah, I'm going to make you an offer. I'll make you an offer. I'll make you an offer. You can't refuse. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, and uh, honestly, it was the best decision of my life, but also like the hardest Hardest being how? Um, so probably like two months into my training, mm-hmm. I could just tell everybody hated. Like I, people hated me. I don't know why. Mm. I was 14. I had no concept of social skills. I was just like, <laughs> I, I was just like, hey, buddy. You. Like the f- first, okay, <laughs> to all the vets out there, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, the first thing I did, I didn't wipe my feet. I didn't shake nobody's hand. Of course not. Yeah, and you're 14 years old. I climbed the top rope and I swanton myself. That nice. was the first thing I did when I got into a wrestling ring. <laughs> Let me get this out the way. <laughs> um, so, I, yeah, that was the first thing. And, like, I don't know. It, I could always tell there was this vibe that I had. people had something against me. Yeah. And it was just the vibe got so bad because I just wanted to learn. I just wanted to be just be happy and, and wrestle. You also, and, but you also have grown men. Right. Yeah, these are grown and kids. these are grown guys, right? <laughs> with a fourteen-year-old kid, I'm not going to sit here and hate on you because a fourteen-year-old kid you got to deal with differently than your adult. Yeah, you know that the fourteen-year-old kid is a mentally, 
he's not really going to be emotionally ready for wrestling. He's not. He's not grown up yet. Yeah, his frontal lobe hasn't he, developed exactly. So he's technically just going to be in there for repetition, just to learn the shit. But don't worry about like him and his his because you kids are brutally honest. Yeah, yeah. So kids are oh, going to tell you what you don't want to hear. Oh, kids man. and dogs and dogs are the most honest yeah. things on the, and on the planet. It was just it was a downward spiral because I was I found out I was banned from two promotions before I even debuted. Damn, I was banned just because Jesus, just people had a problem with me. Are um, we naming names? Was, yeah, we're dropping are we names. names. Um, do we drop them or you what you don't? Are they relevant in wrestling still? Yeah, but so we I can't mean, drop names. We don't want to get blackballed. I mean, it's not. The, it's just like they I'm not f- anymore. So it's like oh, now because they actually funny enough they hit me up like not too long ago. Hey, okay, you come in. Okay. But um, it was at the time you know it was just like I didn't even know until my first match. We were like, hey, I would love to, you know, travel over there and set up the ring and learn. Yeah, and they were like, yeah, you can't. And I'm like, why? Because um, you know, you just didn't make a good impression on blood. This, this, this. Oh, that, that was the excuse. Yeah, you make, didn't make no. a good impression or whatever. But it was really just because people just did not take a liking to me at all, and I just didn't understand. But I just, what are I excuses kept, that you've heard from people? Um, uh, uh, and and like bitching, like give us some of the negative shit some people have said about you in general, or just in during gen- that time in gen- from fourteen to now to now. Um. And again, I don't know if it's just the way I come off or, um, you know, I'm very, very uh, full of myself mm-hmm. or it'll it'll get to the point where I'm, you know, very braggadocious, mm. not braggadocious, but I think even if I don't say it, I, I think that I'm better than people and right. all that stuff. And I, in a sense, I think I can understand where that comes from just because I'm so passionate right. about what I want to do. And like, this is where I want to go. This is what I want to do. I think you're good at this and you're good at that. And even when I say nice things, it sounds like I'm demeaning them right, with right. those nice things. Right. Yeah, Somehow you say like it's I'm still like this, an asshole. This veteran role. Like, I'm not, I'm just genuinely complimenting you. Hey, kid, you. you're good, but I'm great. No, no. And, uh, I've, I've, heard, I've heard that, uh, you know, I'm just a green kid that doesn't know what he's talking about. Like, you could ask, like, no. You still hear that? No, not anymore. Okay, okay. But at the time, like when I was wearing the kick pads, uh, kick yeah, pad martyr, kick pad, yeah. Like man, everybody went through I, that phase, though, man. That's all I. That's not it, everybody. It, but the thing is, is I had I, I don't know. I guess I had this reputation. It was weird because I, I again horrible at social skills. I right. was not a good person to talk to as far as if if. If we had a conversation, I felt we bonded over something. It was easy to talk to me. But right. if I didn't know you. Would be like you come off arrogant it, type of deal. Not even arrogant. I I don't. I, maybe I have, but I, it would just. I wouldn't know how to talk to you. Like right. I, I was always bad with that. I was <laughs> oh, always. Okay. When, I'm the opposite. Like I can I can feel somebody out, and then right off the rip, I'd be like, okay, hey, so. this is how I should speak to them. No, right, I was right. just like. Uh, huh? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Robert Martyr, is and I am fucking great in the ring. Yeah. Uh-huh. I d- no, I, I fully admitted that I was bad. I thought I, I knew I was bad, and I wanted. That's why I did the whole black trunks, black gear. Johnny hey, be bad. Johnny be sad. Johnny be sad <laughs> because I had felt because I had done the mask thing. I, I had wrestled in a mask. I'd had twelve matches in fire. A year. So I'd wrestled one time. Masks are cool. I don't give a shit. I wrestled once, are, a, once a month for a year. That was my first year in wrestling. What was the name under the mask? Pegasus Dark. Fuck yeah. 
Fuck yeah. Pegasus Dark. I Have you ever thought about you. bringing them back? That's so cool. Pegasus is dark? Yeah. That's fire as shit. And I think the highlight, Easy merch. Of, the highlight of that man's career was wrestling uh, Danny Birch. Wrestled Danny Birch in a so you're match. So your failed character did more than half the characters out here now. <laughs> more than I did. I got tapped <laughs> by him, too. That was the finish. He nice. Like Clothesline the shit out of me and cross-faced me. But, it was, <sighs> but besides the point, I think as far as we getting, you know, sad... Um, it, it weighed on me because yeah. I just felt like the world hated me, and absolutely then that reflected that reflected on that that hate that I felt. I reflected it on people, right, right. And um, like when people called me because I went as young and bitter, that wasn't a gimmick to me. Like I was right. genuinely bitter at right. everything because I felt like I had worked so hard just to get a little teensy bit of respect because mm-hmm. that's all i wanted i didn't even want notoriety i right. just wanted respect for my peers right and that really weighed on me because mm-hmm. i was like if i don't even have the respect of the people i'm working with why why am i doing this right and it really sucked and i was i was very i was very angry i was very upset i wanted i wanted nothing to do with myself because right. i felt like there's something wrong with me there's something I'm not doing right, or there's something that's not wanna, connecting with people. I want to hit with like an exercise, okay? Think back to when you first started training. Yeah. And you were in that um that vulnerable stage where you almost wanted to call it quits, right? Because mm-hmm. nobody either for, for any reason, whether it was just they didn't want to help you or you just felt like yeah. you weren't getting good or you weren't learning. And I want we're just gonna go down. Starting with Daniel Starling, I want you to think of a few words of how you felt from the very beginning. Nothing else. Just a few words of how you felt from the very beginning. Well, mine's kind of funky, so. Hit us with it. Because mine wasn't during training. Mine was actually after I had debuted. I I had been wrestling for, I say a while, like four months, five months. Right, right, right. And I just, I felt. To, to coin a phrase, I was overworked, underappreciated, undervalued, and just kind of like I was a, I was just there. Right. Yeah. Like I was, nobody a wanted statistic. to see me there. Right. They wanted to see me make the other guy there. Right. Yeah. And that's all fine and good, but I, I needed my day in the sun and it never it, it didn't never come. came and right. it, I, I, it's again in the promo on oh, you like, robert like again in the the thing we did like there was a point i even you can ask him there was a point where like we were i was literally trying to like put my body through hurt to show that i'm like willing to like right do right like it. a sacrifice yeah fuck yeah like literally i was trying to find any way i could to just take the biggest bumps to what was yours be, like, for some, me, some words, just, just for words the in general. Yeah. Longing. Mm. Um, man, that's a good exercise. But basically, I would say the biggest one would be uh, ambition loss. Oh, man, My yeah. loss of ambition. Right. I think the thing that's always driven me was the potential to be better. Right. And I felt I had reached that limit. Oh, now, okay. Because of you know, the people I was being trained by or right. surrounding myself with. And there was like, that's why I left the, the original school. Cause I was like, there, 
I can't I grow feel, anymore. I can't grow anymore. Yeah. And I'm a, barely a year in. Right. I should not be feeling that way. Right. So I, I finally made that switch, and then things started going up. It's going up. Spent t- two more years at the school. Went through a, a couple of trainers, mm-hmm. and then I started, like, 2020 was the year. Early March was the year I thought everything was going to click together. And when COVID hit, man, I can tell you that that was, like, the worst time of my life, period. Right. I felt I had lost, at the time, 25 pounds. I had shaved 25 pounds. I had worked harder than I had ever had in my life for Mania Weekend. I was like, Mania Weekend, I'm going to do everything they said I couldn't. Right. And then it was like, no Mania Weekend. I was like... Oh, man, that was a blow. Yeah, that shit sucked. I... I literally called uh, Chris Bay, who's like a, he's like my brother, like mm-hmm. legitimately like that guy is so close to me. I called him crying. Right. Because I was like, dude, this was what it. it. This was it. Like, yeah. what am I going to do? And I think through that last year, I, I went to every show I could. As soon as ever, mm-hmm, I went right. immediately, I made sure I, I, I like ran, ran cried like every day yeah. out going outside and just running making yeah. sure i stayed in shape because mentally i was i finally felt like yes mm-hmm. it's happening i'm come everything's coming together all the hard work's paying off right all the sacrifices paying off because I, I i like in a sense and this might be a, a little too sad but i feel like i sacrificed time with my family to do this absolutely you know? oh yeah like you I feel, a, you can't get that I feel really bad. Yeah, most you of the time, it's hard. It's the sacrifice. The, the the one thing that I was, we were always told, man, in tra- right before uh, the in the orientation was, there's going to be a lot of sacrifice you're going to make, and and by by sacrifice, they always mean family, man. Yeah. Whether it's your 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 parents, your kids, your 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 wife, your it could be brothers and sisters, you know, you're just. You're not ready for that, and at first yeah. you're just like, yeah, whatever, anything yeah, for wrestling, no, right? For wrestling, but, but man, but I mean, it's still that. But it's just like you know, when my dad calls me, you know, I try to call him late at night, and he's like, sounds disappointed that I'm even calling. Yeah, yeah. He's like, so why did it take you this long, or why, uh, you know, I just want to grow a relationship with you, son. All this mm-hmm. stuff, and I'm like in my head, I don't. I have a valid reason, but I don't think it's a good enough reason. You know, right. I'm so focused on just making everything work, trying to fly as much as possible, trying to yeah. network, book, all of this stuff, the promo. Like I, I spent like it's exhausting, man. Spent so much yeah. time on it, yeah. and I'm glad it paid off. It just sucks when you know, like I feel like I'm ignoring them, mm-hmm. and I don't want them to think that I'm like saying, you know, F- fuck you guys, wrestling yeah, yeah. only, right. You know, my grandma ain't getting any younger. Yeah. You know, like, it could be, you know, it could be tomorrow. Like, Yeah, life's just, not guaranteed, brother. It's like uh, guaranteed. Yeah. So it, it stuff like that weighs on me. And mm-hmm. um, especially, like, when I was really doing that whole young and bitter thing, it was really a, a thing where I, I was genuinely depressed. Right. Like, genuinely depressed. Yeah. And I was working hurt because um, I don't know if you guys remember – do you do you remember Starling when uh, I had hurt my neck? I don't know. I don't know if I met you, but I, you, no, I don't think I knew you at that. No, point. yeah, you didn't know me at that point. But I, I took a hurricane run in training, and I bo- almost broke my neck. Oof. Yeah, and basically my the my neck swole enough to where it stabilized my neck, not to snap. Um, 
And then they took me to the uh, to the ER, and then I was fine. But they said there's a good chance you might have repercussions on your back. That ended up fucking my back up horribly. So I had this thing called interior pelvic tilt, where your sh- hips shift forward and your back is like a duck. Like your wow, back is like damn. This. So I was walking like that, and then yeah. on top of that, I was training and wrestling like that. Shit. And during that time. I was in high school mm-hmm. dealing with all the high school stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Super overwhelmed. Super obviously. overwhelming. And I was doing boxing and then I was doing amateur wrestling and I was doing pro wrestling and then I was Sacrifice doing Sacrifice times and was, five. And then I was doing my art and then I was doing all this stuff. While trying to be a kid. So I was trying to be a kid. At, yeah. And it was like at wrestling, I can't be a kid because uh-huh. then I'm going to get shit on all this shit. I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I'm nothing like this kid doesn't know what he's talking about. He's full of himself, all this stuff. Yeah. It's just a negativity weight on me so much because I felt I needed to prove myself to people that didn't even care. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, dude, I hear you wholeheartedly. I, did, I had to prove myself to people that couldn't give, give a, a shit. shit less. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, I, that was so mentally tacked. Cause I was like, that's why I would, I would almost break down before matches. Mm. Cause I was so scared of being ridiculed. Right. And, because I, I, you know, people say, oh, he's too prideful of his work. That's, I think that's where that comes from. Right. Why I'm so focused on the wrestling aspect of it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, in a sense, I'm kind of intellectualizing why I like that type of wrestling. Right. It's because when I started, I didn't want to be a technical wrestler. Right. That wasn't what I wanted. I kind of wanted to be like a, I don't know, a Seth Rollins or something like mm-hmm. that. But I wanted to make sure my work was so perfect that right. nobody could judge me right even regardless of my age yeah and i think that's what made me be like okay maybe and then i just started liking it i just started enjoying the science behind it but i think that stem from like my work in the ring needs to be so good that no matter how old i am or you know what they think i am they can't deny how how good i am in the ring correct and that's yeah. and i'm not saying that as like a blow but that was my mentality i was like if i can even at least get a little bit of respect there Maybe it will lead to something. Right. And I felt when I didn't have any respect, it was like, it was horrible, man. I don't know. It's, yeah, it's, it's all, I mean, you, <laughs> the sacrifice is in it all. I mean, uh, Starling would be one of them that had to make that sacrifice to come down here where you got no family. Yeah. Yeah. And you're just like, Starling's obviously another story where you're, you're, you're making that sacrifice, <laughs> living what's called the dream, right, Starling? Well, that's kind of, I don't want to say I lucked out that way, but. You know, when you're on the road and you're doing shows, you, you don't get to see your family. Mm-hmm. Well, I learned that from the second I started the wrestling school because I, I moved here by myself. Mm-hmm. And I, my dad was there for my debut. And my mom didn't see me wrestle up until, I want to say, November of 2019. Mm-hmm. My brother, who I talk to every day, multiple times a day, like I, I could talk to him all day. And not repeat the same subject twice. And we'd be laughing every time. <laughs> and he didn't see me wrestle until, until about two months ago. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Like, he had never, since I started wrestling, which I moved here in December, no, not December, January of 2019. I, had, I went home for my birthday that year, my 21st birthday. And then I went home during the pandemic, and those were the only two times I had seen him. 
Sorry, there was one other time when my Uncle Mike passed away. Mm -hmm. But those were the three times I had seen him in two, now going on three years. So it, I, it's hard being away from your family. But, Absolutely, man. That's yeah. your support. But luckily, I lucked out because my family so... My, my dad was a baseball player. That's crazy. Mine, is, mine was, too. Yeah, my dad almost signed with the Red Sox, and then he blew out his knee. What the fuck? Well, yeah. Dan, real quick, not to cut you off. My dad played for the Red Sox. Are you serious? I'm not <laughs> even joking. That's so weird. Cool. He played, he, played, um, he played for the Red Sox in 2001. That's so For cool. two seasons, and then got drafted to the, uh, to I, the minor league. I don't have a father. <laughs> oh, well, uh, you know what? Shit. Let's... What we just bond we just bonded over a dad's playing baseball and you're just like I it's don't cut off brother it's a cut off why are you trying to top Bring our sadness heat, boss, you know you're trying to top our sadness Jesus. it's not tolerated but no he yeah. kind of he kind of won there he won <laughs> oh, sad shit. man but yeah so my dad played baseball and he played every sport so he kind of gets it like my dad always told me when he was playing sports he would get a girlfriend in the off season. <laughs> And then the second season started up, he's like, oh, no, honey, you, you got to go. Right. I, <laughs> on to the next one. Yeah, and then, No shit. There would be a next one. Yeah, I'm right. And, you know, my Uncle Steve and my Uncle Mike were that way until my Uncle Mike found the love of his life. Mm. And my dad thought he did, and that got sad. <laughs> <laughs> and, and my Uncle Steve is Santa. Hey. But, yeah. And so they get it. My brother's a rock star, so he gets it. Right. Like, you got to go out there and you got to do what you want. Absolutely. That, yeah. You have to go out there and not do what you want, but you have to, if this if is what you, you want, want to it, do, yeah. you have to go full force. Right. Like, my family understands it and they're huge wrestling people. Right. Like, I've said it before. My mom and my dad went to the scope every Thursday to watch Mid Atlantic. Right. Every Thursday, it ran in the Norfolk scope, which is a big arena. It's like a, I don't know, maybe 10 thousand people maybe so like the sun dome here or whatever that's called now yeah kind of yeah but every thursday sold out shit for mid-atlantic dusty and flair hey you know the rock and roll in the midnight yeah so and so they're big wrestling people my brother grew up on wrestling mm -hmm. that's how i got introduced to it right so like especially like i went to mlw myself and robert martyr like not no, just both. me i went as long was with the did not go. I didn't. I don't wrestle. Go. <laughs> not yet. We're, we're getting Isaiah yeah, back yeah, in the yeah. way. By the end of the year, my brother's favorite wrestler was Lapark. Dude, I, we met. So when yeah. I got to tell That's my awesome. brother that I got to meet Lapark, the original, and not only that, and the OG. I told Lapark the first thing I said to him was, "I hey, I love your work. You're my brother's favorite wrestler." Because it was it was cool for me to meet him. But your brother would have. But I had to like. So there's something in my head where it's like I know he doesn't care because he's been told this by everyone on the planet. Right, right. But to me, it was important that he knows that he was my brother's favorite wrestler. Right. I met Ronnie Garvin at a Legends luncheon. Mm -hmm. My mom loved Ronnie Garvin. <laughs> I had to tell. Him. Right. Yeah. Because like, I still have a very small town mindset. Right. Where it's like. Everything to me, things like that are important. So, what's your meet? Who do you want to meet? Well, who would be your guy? Is it the jet flying? Kiss stealing? 
I wouldn't know what to do. <laughs> I met, if, if I met the nature boy, I, I wouldn't know what to do. I, met, I did meet him. I did. I met him uh, too. I met him at while well, I was doing extra work at the at the P- PC. Ah, nice. And he was. It was. This is such a small story, but it's so funny. Everybody was like, you know, super respectful. You know, it's the Fed. Of course, yeah. You don't want to say nothing out of line. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the fuck got into me that day. <laughs> And I was just like, fuck everyone here. I literally walked up and like, hey, I'm Robert. Nice to meet you. Um, um, I said, hey, Rick, nice to meet you. I'm Robert. Hey, Rick. I don't know what. And I, he looked at me for a second. I was like, oh, fuck. It was like, ha, kid, I'm surprised you know my name. And then walked away. And I started laughing. He was like losing it. He was laughing so hard. He was struck. He was Struts like. away. It was fucking. Drops his fucking elbow on that he was, jacket. He was legit <laughs> laughing. And everybody in the room laughed after that, you know, because they were right. like, oh, shit. But, like, just a little moment like that, dude, that he, you can just tell he's just having the time of his life all the time. Always. He's just, that, <laughs> he's always, just having, always. <laughs> he's grateful just to be kicking still, I mean, because oh, the wrestlers drop like flies nowadays, man. Well, that's the key to life. To live it. I don't know shit. About anything. About fuck. Yeah, I don't know shit about fuck. Yeah. I met Ric Flair at the Hogan's uh, Hogan's Beach thing when it when it first opened up here in uh, Clearwater. Did you also meet Hogan? <sighs> Can I tell you a funny story? My coworker tells me this. This is what my coworker tells me. Oh, you're a wrestling fan? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm friends with one of the Bushwhackers. <laughs> Everybody says that, right? You know, I'm friends with this guy. I'm friends yeah. with that guy. Mm-hmm. I can get you. I could get you in, and, and you can be some of the guys. You know, blowing smoke up yeah, my ass, yeah, right? No, he's, whatever. He's brother and you. Yeah, brothering me up, man. We get to Hogan's Beach or whatever. We're there. And I'll never forget. It was like a, um, uh, what do they call it? Where the people wear the mask and shit. The, uh, the Mardi Gras? No, kind of like that, but it's the more, um, the ball, the, the fucking, what is that called? Is it like the Guy Fox mask kind of? Like you wear like ha- like the the guys wear masks, the girls wear masks, but with dresses and shit like a gala. Oh, like the, oh. Like, like the that one movie with Tom Cruise, the eyes wide shut thing. Yeah, like very weird, very odd. Yeah, mask. like dress up type yeah, of deal. Like so, I had very, I had my slacks right with my dress shoes. Yeah, and I had my black button up with my black tie, and then I had my um, I I made a makeshift Eddie Guerrero like the you know the 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 poncho? the poncho thing that they were wearing, yeah. but mine was like fucking glittered up, and I airbrushed um, El Cabron on the back of it, and I had my La Parca mask, <laughs> so I was getting like I walked in there, and that was my gimmick, brother. Yeah, I'm walking in there, and uh, first and foremost, everybody thought I was famous, so everybody kept on asking me if I was a wrestler, so flattered, <laughs> but more fattered because I'm fat. So <laughs> when I'm there, I I get the, the shoulder. Hey man, um, you gotta take off the mask. And I was like, for what? He was like, well, because we go meet, meet, the, meet the guys. And I was like, bullshit, right? So I'm like, yeah, whatever, man. Take the mask off, put it in my pocket. We get in there, and um, sure enough, there was everybody. It was there was Flair, there was Beefcake, there was Hogan, there Brother was Brudai, uh, there was uh, the Booty Man, the Honky the Tank, man. the Honky Tonk Man. They had, um, who else? There was a bunch of, at that time, there was a bunch of TNA guys. There was like Austin Aries and Matt Morgan. Oh, wow. So, we, uh, we're there, and I'm with my brother-in-law and my wife, and I'm like, you already know, right? Yeah. So, Styling, I'm just, profiling. Dude, I'm just like wallflowering it up, 
you know, leaning against the wall trying to keep what it do cool. You do? Yeah. <laughs> keeping it cool, right? This is like God. <laughs> so they had in that room is weird because that room had their own dance floor and shit, right? Oh, wow. Yeah. So it was a party amongst parties. So I'm there and I'm just chilling, or whatever. And uh, Austin Aries comes up to me and he just says something about dancing or whatever. And I, was, and I you know me. I'm a charming individual. Very much I was so. like, I'm Very about to become best friends with Austin Aries. <laughs> so I shoot the shit, and we're talking back and forth, and my brother tries to get around me. And who, <laughs> who other than Ric Flair sitting, was sitting at a table, and my brother-in-law tries to go around that table, and he steps. Ric Flair just got up and le- he left to go. I don't know where he went. To do Flair things. To do Flair. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> so my brother-in-law goes around his table and steps on Flair's jacket and tears the jacket. I look at my brother-in-law directly in the eyes and I was like, did you just, what the fuck? And he's like, it was like nobody, because the music, it was loud, you know, Uh but we heard it because we were right there. And I was like, yo, you tore his jacket. That's got to be at least a million dollars, right? (laughs) That's from Michael's in Kansas City. That's, I know where that jacket's from. And that that was how, like, I got my brush of fame with Rick because my brother-in-law tore his jacket. But for the most part, I mean, it was. Did you tell him? Absolutely not. We left immediately. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, that's our cue. It's time to get out of here, brother. I'm not trying to get up. So my brother-in-law tried to pick a fight with Matt Morgan. No fucking way. Yeah, he did. So first and foremost, Matt Morgan, Matt Morgan walks in and fucking has to get put his head down to get in the fucking room, right? Now we're talking about the DNA of TA, <laughs> that's right. Matt Morgan. Yo, so he's the blueprint. staring my brother-in-law down hard. That's and a- my brother-in-law was at me. He's like, what the fuck is this guy's problem? I was like, first of all, he's seven feet tall. So if he has a problem, guess what? He can what? have that problem. <laughs> he can have all the problems he wants. So that was that was how we got the, our brush of fame with the flair, brother. So wow. it was sad. It was a sad moment when we tore Flair's jacket. I'm sorry. If somehow this gets back to him, my apologies, dude. Ah, yeah. But yeah. Um, we're 45 minutes in. We're still not sad enough. I don't know if it would be Flair, to be honest with you. You can't beat Flair, man. I I love Ric Flair. If you couldn't tell, I rip off all of his shit. You know, it's funny you say that because when we were watching your uh, match back, I I was telling, uh, it was my my wife, my brother-in-law, and myself. We were watching the match, and I was like, Starling is so WCW. It's not I, even funny. I dude. love it. <laughs> I it's love not it. even funny. The fucking the way he like just cowards out like to the ropes and everything is just is it's just magic. So beautiful. I um, love it, man. But. I guess for me, uh, and I know this sounds a little crazy, yeah. but probably be Brian, Daniel Bryan, man. Daniel Bryan, okay. Just because I think that's Nova's answer. The other, too. the mm-hmm. other, the thing is, the other day, not the other day, like four weeks, three, three, four weeks ago, I was where I was deadlifting, and I had finally hit three twenty five on the deadlift. I was like, yes, I'm lifting it right. I, I maxed out. I'm like, yes, I got it. Let me take this in before I drop it. Yeah. And I look to my right, and Daniel Bryan is sitting there doing a yoga pose, just looking right no, at me. No, at your best. At, at your absolute best. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, what? And I drop the weight. <laughs> oh, shit. And I drop uh, it like so right, son, oh, so right. uncool, like so recklessly. And he just looks away, and I'm like, don't look at me, man. It's just that. Is that Daniel Bryan? Take it easy, DB. Is that the American <laughs> dolphin? <laughs> the American dragon. Because here's the thing, man: is when I saw him versus Homicide, that mm. that match was like, okay, I got to do this. Him this, versus yep. Homicide was like, okay, 
we we doing this shit, man. Daniel Bryan is. I saw a. It was a. It was a post on Facebook. They were saying I just that. Just get chills around him. It's weird because I've met him like four times. Just they, get they did the 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 choose choose your one's got to go type of deal. Yeah, yeah. I want to meet Kurt too so bad. AJ Styles, Kurt Angle, Daniel Bryan, and I forgot who the fourth guy was. Well, he's got to go then, right? It's Daniel Bryan, Kurt Angle, and who? AJ Styles AJ and somebody Styles. else. I forgot who it was. It was another guy who was like, fuck. Well, one's got to go. One's got to go. Man, everybody's going to hate me. Hit it. Everybody's going to fucking I hate tried me. to go against it. I was like, I like Daniel Bryan. And I, I would have said love, Kurt, but. I love Styles so much. But Kirk I, I Angle, baby. Him, I take him out. You take I, Styles I take out? I take Styles out just because of one reason. Late bloomer type of deal? No. One, one, just because of one reason. I think that he's been blooming since I 2000. Think, yeah, he's been, he's been good. He's always been good. I don't yeah. think I've ever seen a bad AJ Styles match. But never. I also never. Don't think I've ever seen a bad Brian Danielson match. Yeah. either. So I guess I'm just leaning in just based off preference, really preference. But also, you can argue that he's had that that amount of of classics. But I think for AJ, there's certain years you pick. Right over okay. over uh, over okay. others. Fair enough. And then if you look at Bre- Brian Daniels, at least when he was doing that, mm-hmm. two thousand two to two thousand eight, all bangers. Yeah, every right. year. Yeah, had at least three match of the year matches. If you really really look through, he had he had ten matches with Nigel McGuinness. Yeah, two of them were mediocre. He had the 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 he had I don't know. 40 minute class, three 40 minute classics with Roderick Strong. <laughs> yeah, and he then did. he had another trilogy. The and then he had another trilogy with uh, Austin Aries. And then the matches with Samoa Joe. And mm. then the matches with Homicide. And then the matches with J- um, with Jack Evans, who was what's, like a What's mid-card. a dream match you would like to see? Ever? Yes, anybody. I, I thought anybody he was about to say Jeff Jarrett. Past and present. Everybody together. You know what's never happened? Hit me with it. Fit Finley versus Kurt Angle has never happened. I looked that up. It's never happened. And they were both in the same, in the company in the same time. Fit Finley versus that would Kurt, have been interesting. Fit yeah. Finley versus Kurt Angle has never happened. Huh. That's always been like a dream match for me. Like it's I like different, Finley, man. different styles of wrestling. Yeah. it's like they're ones the the Finley the versus Taz would have been interesting. Finley versus Taz would have been crazy. But I also yeah. want to see like in general, I would have loved to see my tag match was Roderick Strong versus Masato Tanaka was something I've always wanted to see too. It happened. It, it didn't happen. No, it didn't. Okay, happen. okay, okay. It did not happen. <laughs> All right. It was supposed to happen, but it didn't. Mine would be tag match. It would be the Usos versus the Briscoes versus, and it was a triple threat, and it was versus, it was somebody else what we just watched, and I posted it on social media, and I completely forgot because I ain't worth a damn. It was the, Buso, the Usos versus the Briscoes versus... Darling Daniel <laughs> Starling. And Robert Martyr, baby, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, it was three guys because I want to say I'm a huge fan of ta- tag team I wrestling. I love the Briscoes, man. Terry I'm, Funk ain't nowhere no mouthpiece. <laughs> I love I love the Briscoes, and I truly believe that the Usos are on, are on their way to be the greatest tag team of all time, man. Those guys, they just and and they don't they still haven't really, they haven't even peaked. I feel like Dude, right now they're just 2017 was a f- crazy yeah, year for them. Yeah, 2017 yeah. was crazy, but honestly, then like. You, you know what? I'm going to hit it with it. Go ahead. Huh? You're going to hit us with a dream match, brother? 
I know you're thinking about it. No, I, I honestly, I moved from that because you were talking about how great the Usos were, and you said they could be some of the greatest. And I, so here's my, I've got a weird thing. Hit me with it. If someone says they're the greatest, mm. I put them in early 90s WCW and see if they would stand Of course. That. Of that, course. That's in my mindset. Of course. In early 90s. So are we talking like 92? 92 to 96. 96. Okay. Could we have had, like, are the Usos as good as the Steiner brothers? I don't think they have to be as good. Mm. Or as good I as think- Harlem Heat. I would love, okay. Ooh. Yeah, you that actually is pretty pretty decent. I think yeah. if if you want to put somebody in air in an era to try them, like really 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 yeah. try them, I think it would be that era. Yeah. But I also think, even though the the quote unquote gimmicks weren't popularized, I think right early. I mean, no, sorry, late seventies. Late seventies was a crazy era. Late seventies. Late seventies was. was a crazy era. Late it was like a lot. like seventy seven to like eighty four. Yeah, was a crazy era because that's when like Harley and and, and Flair it was a lot. Going man, on, there brother. was a lot going on. So much. Bruiser so Brody much. was murking people. You know, like, <laughs> yes, he fucking was, man. Um, but I guess back to getting sad. Get, yeah, man, get back to sad. Get I back mean, to sad. We got we, seven minutes to, to make make. Yeah. So make you want to cry? We got to speed. We got to speed fat the set. <laughs> Do it. Um, but all right, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 let's get sad and three two one go it's um i want i want you guys to give some advice all right give give some advice to uh i don't want to say, i hate the word green boy because really green boy goes it green boy is for anyone who is not a hall of famer okay uh, if you're a Hall of Famer, you're not a Green Boy, and even then, you're still a Green Boy to the Hall of Fame because you just got it in. You, you know, just got inducted. So you're still a Green, green Boy. boy. Yeah. You're green unless you're <laughs> Buddy Rogers. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, so give some advice, some words of encouragement, man, um, that you wish you would have received when you were training, um, when you were just in your funk, man, where you just felt like you were just about to call it quits. You want to go first, Arlen? Yeah, this is something that I wish I would have known when I first started wrestling was do if you want to be a wrestler, if you want to be a successful professional wrestler, that's defined by different meanings. Correct. Yeah. Not everybody's success is being the WWE champion. Correct. But the thing that's helped me recently, recently, last six, eight months, is what would you have wanted to see as a kid? Right. When you're a kid and you made your creative character wrestler in the video games, who did you make? I mean, because that's, that's <laughs> ideally that's who you wanted to be. Yeah. Ahmed Johnson. Who didn't want to be out with the thigh pads? <laughs> they were so cool, man. <laughs> Fuck. Like, I, my mother always tells me this. She says, you didn't make because my brother would make like six or seven different characters and he had this whole like fantasy in his head. Right. And I would just make me. Right. You know, like same height, same weight, that this is who I am. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I get a little colorful. Of course. A little, right. A little, a little razzle-dazzle. A little razzle-dazzle. <laughs> get that gear we can't afford. <laughs> brother. <laughs> Top dollar gear. Yeah. So she always told me, she's like, this is who you wanted to be. 
do that. Right. Don't overthink it. Mm-hmm. Don't. Well, you know, this guy's doing this, and what if I don't because want to step on Because if you're doing you. that, you're, it, and it goes on to where if you're playing like you just said, be who you are and what you wanted to be. Because guess what, man? You're not going to struggle because you're being you. Yeah. That's, you it comes you understand that, you. <laughs> that personality because that's who you are. Correct. You are that. I'm. We're going to. Break K fame here. Here we go. <laughs> the brother. No fish out decision. Mm. I'm not an eighties rock star. Right. Damn. I know that's hard to believe. But you play one on TV. I play one on I'm not really a dick. Right. To some people. Wait, right. But I play one on TV. You're damn right. Because that was so cool. Yeah. My favorite wrestlers as a kid is <laughs> so weird. <laughs> it was Sting. Yep. The Nature Boy Ric Flair. Yep. Shawn Michaels. Yep. And The Undertaker. God damn, what a good company. That's the Four Horsemen. They're <laughs> all characters. It. Yeah. The work rate's there. Mm-hmm. But they were all characters first. Right. Yeah. I try to... I know it's weird. Like, what, what the fuck do you take from The Undertaker? <laughs> but, right. Like, I try to take a little bit of all of that. You know, I take my, my Great American Bash 89 sting. Mm-hmm. I take mom hair flair. Hey. I take my new generation Shawn Michaels. Right. And I take my, my debut new generation Undertaker. Right. I can do the Dragon Ball Fusion dance. Yeah. That's right. Fusion? And that's the darling Daniel Starling. Yeah. Yeah. I found that that's what I wanted to be as a kid. Right. So that's what I do now. So just don't forget why you do this. Right. Don't forget who you wanted to be. Mm. Because yeah, because you're not under a contract, okay? No. I don't know if anybody's listening here. Hold on, let me. Is this you're thing not, on? You're not under contract. So if you got a character and something you want to put together, nobody should be stopping you. Dude, put it, yeah. What, yeah. And if they don't want you to use it, their promotion, take it else to another promote. Because, uh, hey, Newsflash, there's For a sure. billion promotions out there, okay? And none of put them Put yourself pay. out. No, yeah, I'm put yourself kidding. out there, man. Stop limiting yourself. But, I mean, I guess for me. Um. Don't confuse passion with principle. That went a little over my head. Explain. So, don't confuse passion with principle means that you shouldn't let your passion override your overall goal. Because that may sound weird, but in my case, was I wanted to do so many things at once. I wanted to do everything at once. I wanted to be the I wanted to be good in the ring. I wanted to be a good character. I wanted to be this. But my overarching goal was to get more matches at the time. Right. So, take it step, day by day. Right. I wanted I was so ambitious to just do everything and yeah. I felt like I wasn't doing enough all the time. Like I would eat, like today I mean, actually, yesterday, I was like, man, I only wrestled two matches in a day. I like, literally crossed my mind. I was fucking like, green boy. Fucking green boy. Like, but it's like, enjoy. You only en- made a double yeah. shot. <laughs> enjoy the good moments. Enjoy the ride. Because even when it sucks, it's going to get better. It's going to get better every time. And, I, and I wish I would have just told myself that you just need to stay patient. Because patience, right, man. I, have I patience, had no man. patience, man. I had zero patience. Betty, Betty's just telling us to take it home, fellas. Uh, well, 
I, well, I, if I could chime in on what Marty said chime before in, we take it home, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I you, shouldn't Betty. have done any of this. Jesus, I shouldn't have come over. What am I here? Yeah, for? no, I'm, fuck that. I'm gonna give her a fucking clothesline later. A big old Ronnie Bass. Big old Ronnie Bass. But yeah. like Martyr was like, yes, wrestling can be awful sometimes. Horrible, but horrible place. A bad day in wrestling. Is better than any job on the planet. Absolutely. A, Absolutely. a bad wrestling day is better than any nine to five. Yep. Absolutely. It's better than any salaried office position. Yep. It's. That's why we're we, doing this for a li- Like, the goal is to do this for a living. And if you are, man, what a dream. That's, that's, a dream. The, that's the American dream. And also. Duff the road. Yeah. Duff the road. And also, just one more quick little thing. Work for where you. Work in the ring where you want to be. Yeah. Devon told me that. Devon like was like, if Name you want to work, if you want to work for the E, rest like you like you're in the E. Yeah. If you want to work for Japan, rest like you're in Japan. If you want to work in in Mexico, rest like you're in Mexico. Yeah. It's going to help you simulate what it's like to be to the be at the places you want to go. Now that's right. that's that, wonderful advice. I like that. But I'm fucked on that one because I can't <laughs> wrestle like in 1989 WCW. Wait, you're wrestling like you You're closer than most people get. Yes, but, but I can't go to center stage and wrestle in the blue ring with the yellow circle. Like right. I can't. Well, we tried, right? Yeah. right. Well, well, guys, where can we find you guys again? At the Stretcher RM on Twitter, aka Dean Delenko. Um, and uh, follow me on Instagram at Death to Martyr. Robert Martyr is also my Facebook. Hit it, Starling. On Facebook, it is the Darling Daniel, Daniel Starling. Starling. Starling with an A, not an E. It's not Sterling. It's Starling. Sterling. No. <laughs> on Instagram, if you would like to look at my my pretty face hey. and my sometimes when my belly's out. Awesome tan. It's Daniel Starling ninety eight. Wonderful year for wrestling. Yep. And on Twitter, if I decide to tweet, which I'm very bad at, like follow me on Twitter. If you follow me, I might use it. You, it's, I'm active. I'm actually active on there. That's I'll my main it. platform. Yeah. I will be active if you follow me at Dan Starling 98. <laughs> All right, guys. Yeah. Thank you guys for being here. Hopefully I want to do this again. We yeah, need to man. Do this again. Shit. I'm game, brother. We're, I mean, we're cashing out. Yeah. Until next time. Until next time. On behalf of myself, I Reyes, Mr. Robert Martyr, and Daniel Starlin.